Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. This is the station you turn to first for live team coverage of breaking news. 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 6 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. We have light rain, fog, and 34 degrees. Donald Trump has won the New Hampshire Republican primary. Fox's Alexis McAdams was at Trump's campaign headquarters. She reports from Bedford, New Hampshire. The former president took the stage and was surrounded by lots of supporters and people in the crowd chanting, Make America Great Again. He thought he had this in the bag earlier when we talked to him on the ground here in New Hampshire at a polling location and again called for Nikki Haley to drop out. And that's what Nikki Haley wanted, right, this entire time. She wanted a two-person race here in New Hampshire. That's what she got. And you saw what happened with the polls here. So Donald Trump was able to pull out a win, not just in Iowa, but now here in the Granite State. Haley held more events, though, than Donald Trump on the ground in this state. It was all about the retail politics for her team. And they say they have the momentum and the money to keep on going with more donations flowing in. Preliminary results show Trump with 55% of the vote and 12 delegates to Nikki Haley's 43% and nine delegates. President Biden is taking a win in the New Hampshire primaries. Fox Business's Madison Allworth has the latest from President Biden's watch party in Manchester, New Hampshire. When the evening started, there were around 50 to 60 people here in attendance, most, if not all of them, volunteers for this grassroots write-in effort. And the reason that this needed to exist is because President Biden was not on the ballot here in New Hampshire. The reason being, the DNC announced last year that South Carolina would be the first in the nation primary. When New Hampshire did not comply, Biden's campaign announced that he would not be filing to be on the ballot. Even though that was the case, this grassroots effort, they made sure and pushed for Biden to win tonight. At 8 p.m., they started speeches. They waited until 9 p.m. At that point, they officially announced that President Biden had won. One person is dead, another critically injured following a shooting in North Wichita. It happened around 2 Tuesday morning in the 1500 block of North Poplar near 15th and Grove. A 20-year-old person died at the scene. An 18-year-old was transported to an area hospital. No names have been released as they are still working to notify family members. At this time, investigators do not believe there was any threat to the general public and no arrests have been made. Anyone with information is asked to call detectives at 268-4407 or Crime Stoppers anonymously at 316-267-2111. Dan O'Neill. 
KNSS News. The Wichita City Council has started preparation on the 2025 city budget. In order to know what Wichitans want in that budget, the city announced the results of a citizen survey that took place last fall. Respondents indicate safety is a continued priority for the city. In the current general fund adopted budget, 59% of it is dedicated to police and fire. Residents also support further focus on the local economy while placing high value on opportunities for education, culture, and the arts. Residents also say Wichita could improve on recreational offerings and health services. Rodney Price, KNSS News. Wichita Public Schools facing a $42 million budget shortfall. Officials blame a declining enrollment and the end of COVID relief funds. Superintendent Kelly Bellefeld says closing some schools could save the district around $16 million. We've been doing a great job of keeping things uh, to our high standard that we want, um, but we, we also need um, to load, to you know shrink that footprint so we have more resources to do things better. Bielefeld says the district plans to reassign teachers and staff affected by any closings. A list of potential schools will be announced next month. Kansas lawmakers are calling on Governor Kelly to sign the flat tax bill. It would create a single tax rate regardless of income level. It would also remove the state sales tax on groceries now instead of waiting a year. Senator Dinah Sykes, a Lenexa Democrat, says the governor has already said she would veto the bill. Hopefully the governor will veto this and we will be able to sustain this because um, it's going to put us underwater within five years. Republicans say they would work to run o- to override any veto of the bill. A two-thirds majority would be needed in both the House and the Senate to override a veto. KNSS News Time now, 6.05, five minutes past six o'clock. Stephen Ted in the morning, KNSS 6.09 now here on this Wednesday morning and 33 degrees got some mist and some fog and not much wind out there to blow it away. A man escaped from the building where he was living in Park City, but a cat perished in a fire Tuesday afternoon in the 100 block of West 61st Street North. Two dogs also escaped from the fire. The building was used for storage. Damage is estimated at $150,000. At today's weekly meeting, the Sedgwick County Commission will look at property taxes. Commission Chair Ryan Beatty tells KNSS News. Our county clerk's going to be giving a presentation about homestead refunds. Uh, and this is about property tax refunds and opportunities for particularly seniors or disabled veterans to get some sort of property tax relief. Beatty commented during his weekly chat with Stephen Ted in the morning on KNSS. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu is vowing absolute victory after 21 Israeli soldiers were killed in the deadliest attack against Israeli forces in Gaza since the war with Hamas began. Fox's Alex Hogan reports in Tel Aviv. The IDF says 21 were killed by Palestinian militants when a grenade aimed at a tank took down two buildings, crushing the troops inside. The military claims it's now encircled the city of Han Yunis, but the U.N. warns Israeli attacks hit a shelter for displaced civilians, killing at least six people. As the death toll soars, the World Health Organization reports that strikes on health care facilities are rising as well. And in Jerusalem, families of the hostages are demanding action. Among the families are Liran, Eli, and Omri men fighting to bring home their little brothers, Ziv, Gali, Idan, and Evyatar. They're begging the Biden administration and governments of Qatar and Egypt to mediate. 
Congress and the White House are still negotiating a supplemental package to provide aid to Israel. A pastor in Colorado is accused of defrauding investors in a cryptocurrency marketplace. His defense? The Lord made me do it. Eli Regalado and his wife, Caitlin, face civil fraud charges and are accused of raising $3.2 million for more than 300 people via the cryptocurrency they established, which prosecutors say is essentially worthless. The suspects run the online-only Victorious Grace Church from their home and allegedly spent over $1.3 million on vacations, jewelry, and the purchase of a Range Rover. Eli Regalado posted a YouTube video last week talking about those funds. But out of that 1.3, half a million dollars went to the IRS and a few hundred thousand dollars went to a home remodel that the Lord told us to do. He says God is going to perform a miracle so that everyone can get their money back. The Regalados are due in court next week. Kevin Uretsky, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 6-12, 12 minutes past 6 o'clock. And right now, traffic. Well, we're looking at conditions similar to what we were seeing this time yesterday. We've got fog and mist and right around freezing temperatures. Things could be pretty slippery out there this morning. A good idea to be extra careful. Visibility, definitely an issue at uh, Eisenhower National Airport. Visibility is listed at one mile, and it's, it's going to be heavier in some areas. Just an hour ago, it was listed as a quarter mile, so... Uh, <laughs> It's going to be heavier in some areas than others. Just a good idea to be extra careful today. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jed Chambers. And now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. We have a cloudy sky across much of south-central Kansas with widespread dense fog. We'll see light rain and drizzle continue as temperatures hover just above freezing. The high this afternoon, 41. More drizzle returns this evening. Our low falls to 35. Patchy dense fog continues on Thursday morning with light rain, our high 49. I'm KNSS, meteorologist and holiday. Now mist and fog, not much wind northwest at 7 miles per hour. And 33 degrees at Wichita's severe weather station, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Now 613 on this Wednesday morning. Good morning, Ted Woodward. Hello, Steve McIntosh. Good to have you back over there in the chair this Thank morning. Thank you. Good to be back. Another gray, drizzly day across central Kansas Tuesday, so you couldn't go out and play golf anyway. Wichita's high temperature was 40 degrees, normal high 44. So we're getting closer to normal anyway. Uh, January 24th, and on this date, in 1916, the temperature in Browning, Montana, located in extreme northwest Montana, fell a mind-boggling 100 degrees in just 24 hours. From 44 degrees to 58 degrees, Degrees below zero. It established a record 24-hour temperature drop for the United States. (laughs) A hundred-degree drop in 24 hours. Okay. Extreme weather. Glad we're not doing that. Yeah. Of course, that means uh, Christmas Eve was one month ago today. Christmas Eve seems like it was a year ago to me. (laughs) Really? That seems like that was a long, long time ago. Time is zipping past, though. On the state in 1984... Apple Computer began selling its first Macintosh model, which boasted a built-in 9-inch monochrome display. Holy mackerel. A clock rate of 8 megahertz and 128K of RAM. Um, that display, I, my Honda's got a bigger display than that in the, in the dashboard of my car now. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and the computers in that car probably do a lot more. I don't know. Oh, yeah. 
Uh, I guarantee they do a they lot sure more. Sure do. How much is one hundred eighty-eight k? One hundred twenty-eight k of ma- of RAM. Not much, is it, Jed? Uh, Compared to no. what we got today, anyway. No. No. Okay. Well, quite a machine. That was nineteen eighty-four. Last weekend's four NFL divisional round of playoff games averaged forty million viewers on television and digital platforms, the highest on record dating back to nineteen eighty-eight. The viewer average is a seven percent increase over last year and a five percent jump from two years ago. Sunday night's game between the Chiefs and Buffalo Bills on CBS averaged a divisional round record. Just over 50 million viewers. That's according to Nielsen. The previous mark was 48.5 million for the January 15th, 2017 game between Dallas and Green Bay on Fox. It was the most watched program on any network since last year's Super Bowl. Americans love watching pro football on TV. Oh, they do. At one point during the fourth quarter... Of the Chiefs' 27-24 victory, the, uh, they were averaging over 56 million. That is a lot of people tuning in, as you say it, to watch a little football. Hmm. All right. I was listening to the game on KNSS. Yes, we had it on the radio. I was listening to Mitch, because Mitch. I can't stand listening to TV announcers do football. <laughs> Some of them, uh, I, I agree, some of them are quite horrid. There's no doubt about it. Let's see here. Uh, the recent blast of cold weather has given alligators a chance to show off their way of coping with freezing temperatures. If you've ever been curious about this, and I've always been curious about what happens to snakes and turtles and alligators when it really gets cold. The Swamp Park Outdoor Adventure Center in Ocean Isle Beach, North Carolina, posted eerie videos on social media showing alligators suspended in frozen ponds with just the tips of their snoots peeking above the ice. In one video, assistant manager Scott Perry got up close with one of the swamp puppies in frozen state, reaching out to boop one motionless alligator's nose while warning viewers, don't do this at home. They might wake up. The cold-blooded animals can't regulate their own temperatures, so when temperatures drop, they go into a state called brumation to survive. The alligators can protect themselves by sticking their noses up out of the water so they can keep breathing while the water freezes around them, and they return to normal Tuesday after a warming spell. Isn't that strange? Now, what are those turtles? Now, what about turtles? I always wonder about these turtles. I see them all spring and summer and fall out in our pond here behind the building. Yeah. What do they do when it's that pond is frozen over? So they're cold-blooded, so their body temperature of blood temperature is the same as what's around them. Then, huh? I guess they just go into kind of a, a freezing hibernation type thing, wow. like the bears. Man. Hmm. Again, I always feel sorry for them. Because in the summer, they like to come out of the water and sit under the sun. Yeah. They like imagine with Love ah, the sun. Yeah, they love the sun. Underneath that frozen pond. Ugh. Oh, well. They'll make it. They'll be, they'll be fine. Mother Nature will take care of Mother them. Mother Nature has come up with a great plan. 618 now, Steve and Ted in the morning here on KNSS. And uh, let's take a look at leadoff sports this morning with Ted Woodward, sir. All right. College basketball tonight. Shocker men at home at Coke Arena hosting East Carolina. The Pirates and the Shockers, both teams trying to snap losing streaks. Pirates have lost three straight. Shocks have lost seven straight. Longest losing streak in 23 years for the Shockers. Still trying to get that first conference win. Shockers are a three-and-a-half-point favorite, says Vegas. Mike Kennedy and Dave Dahl will begin their pregame coverage at 5.30 p.m. The game will tip off at 6.30 this evening at Coke Arena. Listen to the Shockers live on 103.7 KEYN. The K-State men are on the road tonight. Kansas State visiting 18th-ranked Iowa State. Not easy to go to Ames. 
Cyclones are 11 and 0 on home court this season. Oh. K-State is tied for first atop the Big 12 Conference. Cyclones are just a game back, tied for fifth. K-State has won six of its last seven, yet Vegas has K-State as a seven-and-a-half-point underdog in Ames tonight. Ooh, wow. Live coverage of K-State men's basketball at 7 o'clock tonight. That game will tip off at 8 p.m. in Ames. Of course, listen on your home for K-State men's basketball, 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Some bizarre news out of the NBA yesterday. Head coach fired Wichita's Adrian Griffin halfway through his rookie head coaching season with the Milwaukee Bucks. Gets the axe. Griffin's tenure in Milwaukee lasted just 43 games. That's barely half the season. The Bucks have a 30-13 and 13 record. They are second in the Eastern Conference, trailing only the Boston Celtics. Milwaukee hired Griffin to replace Mike Budenholzer after the Bucks last year lost to Miami in the first round of the playoffs. Budenholzer guided the Bucks to an NBA championship three years ago. There are concerns about Milwaukee's defense this season. The Bucks have slipped from 4th to 22nd in the league's defensive rating. Assistant Joe Prunty will be the team's interim head coach. Bob Mortali, Fox News. Yes, but they were winning. Second best team in the NBA, by the way. Fire their head coach. They were winning. With a record of 30 and 13. You know, Something's going on. Every morning, you amaze me with the story about sports management. That must be the, the last bastion of morons. Well, the general manager of the owner must have said, hey, you got to do this. And Adrian Griffin must have said, yeah. I'm not going to do that. Uh, that's what it looks and like. Does it? Okay, you're, you're done then. You're going to do it my way. Yeah. No, I'm not. Well, goodbye then. Yeah. I'm, well, we'll see. I'm sure there's a lot more to that probably story. Personality class. Feel bad for Adrian Griffin, man. Yeah. He'll get it. But he'll. I'm he'll sure he'll get a shot somewhere yes, else. He should. He should. He kind of. He's done with Milwaukee, right? <laughs> College Baseball Hall of Fame is now going to have a permanent home in Overland Park, Kansas, opening next year at the museum at Prairie Fire, right there at 135th Street and all up in the Kansas City area. Great. Complex there for that, like that to be. The College Baseball Hall of Fame was established 20 years ago. Now it's going to have a permanent home in Overland Park. And let's finish up with hockey last night. The Edmonton Oilers win again at home. They beat the Columbus Blue Jackets 4-1 to with two former Thunder players helping out. Starting in goal for Edmonton, Stuart Skinner, 27 saves. His 11th straight victory in goal. And he now passes Grant Fuhrer. The longest streak in goalie in the Edmonton Oilers history. 11 straight wins. And on defense, another Thunder player, Vincent Descharnay, had three block shots. 18,000 fans were at the game in Edmonton last night as the Oilers win their 14th game in a row. They're only the seventh team in National Hockey League history to have a 14-game winning streak. And they're in third place right now in the Pacific Division. So the Edmonton Oilers just keep on winning, and a couple of Thunder players are big parts of that. There we go. At Sports with Steve and Ted, brought to you by Bel Air Recovery Center. Proud to serve veterans that served our nation. Located in northeast Wichita, Bel Air Recovery Center improves the lives they touch. 622 now. Keep it here for Dr. Sanjay Gupta. What is compassion fatigue? Well, it's coming up right here with Steve and Ted in the morning on KNSS. This is Stephen Tad on 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodward, 6.30 this Wednesday morning and 33 degrees. A woman from Newton was injured in a crash in Harvey County Tuesday morning on K196 west of Whitewater. 
Troopers say the 28-year-old was driving an SUV that went left of center, striking an eastbound semi head-on. The woman was taken to a Wichita hospital. Her condition is not known. The 35-year-old Great Bend man was driving the semi. He was not injured. Dozens of Kansas lawmakers launching an effort to direct the state's attorney general to release information from an investigation of a police raid last year on a central Kansas weekly newspaper. 35 Democrats and 10 Republicans in the Kansas House have introduced a resolution condemning the August 11th raid of the Marion County Records Offices and the home of its publisher. The resolution would direct Attorney General Chris Kobach to provide a report on whether the investigation found that people's civil rights were violated. House Speaker Dan Hawkins said in an email statement that the request would go through the, quote, normal committee process, which gives a committee chair wide discretion in what measures to consider. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News. Kansas lawmakers are calling on Governor Kelly to sign a flat tax bill. It would create a single tax rate regardless of income level. It would also remove the state sales tax on groceries now instead of waiting a year. House Speaker Dan Hawkins, a Wichita Republican, says lawmakers will work to overcome a promised veto by the governor. If she doesn't sign it, then we'll work towards a, an override. That's the next step if she doesn't sign it. But we're, we're, we're thinking she really should. A two-thirds majority would be needed in both the House and Senate to override the veto. Immigration proving to be a key issue for Republican primary voters. Fox's Bill Malugin with details. As President Biden's approval ratings on his handling of the border continue to sink like a rock, voters in New Hampshire tell Fox it is their number one priority this election year. And this comes as the month of December saw the highest number of illegal crossings in recorded history. As the Biden administration just continues to break all the wrong records across the board year after year, after year, despite officials in his own administration constantly claiming that the border is secure, President Biden finally admitted it's not. A pastor in Ohio and a city are at odds over using a church for round-of-the-clock shelter for the homeless. Chris Avell, a pastor at Dad's Place Church in Bryan, Ohio, pleading not guilty this month to 18 criminal counts. City officials alleging he violated ordinances when he opened the venue up as a 24-7 sanctuary for those seeking shelter. Avell calling the charges unexpected and humiliating. In response, lawyers for the pastor and the church have filed a federal lawsuit against the city alleging religious discrimination, asking for a restraining order or an injunction as well as damages and attorney's fees. The city denies it's treated the pastor and the church inappropriately. A federal judge will consider the injunction on March 4th. Kristen Goodwin, Fox News. At today's weekly meeting, the Sedgwick County Commission will look at property taxes. Commission Chair Ryan Beatty tells KNSS News the county clerk will make a presentation on homestead refunds. There are three specific types of homestead refunds. You got the general homestead refund program. They've got a program for, for called Safe Seniors, and they've got another program for disabled veterans uh, called SVR. And what I would encourage, Steve, if, if anybody has any questions on these, because there's guidelines and parameters, just call the county clerk's office. They're, they're fantastic. Beatty commented during his weekly chat with Stephen Ted in the morning on KNSS. Now we'll look at the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. Lately, we've seen this repetitive cycle of fog and drizzle, and that's going to continue throughout the next several days. Even more rain chances expected by the end of the week, but our long-range forecast is showing a warming trend and some sunshine by the weekend. Widespread dense fog continues this morning with areas of drizzle. Our high today, 41. 
Light rain tonight, Tello 35, Thursday 49. I'm KNSS, meteorologist and holiday. Now mist, fog, 33 degrees, and northwest wind at 7 miles per hour. At Wichita Severe Weather Station, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. And Ted, uh, we're showing a little, uh, showing on the radar, uh, showers just to the south of Wichita. Small area, coming almost straight north. Right down along uh, 35. And on the turnpike, clear down into Oklahoma. Hit the Oklahoma border, and it's right along 35, clear to Oklahoma City. And it looks like it's about 20 miles wide, and it's coming straight north. There's another area out and running across Kingman County right now to the west of us. Should be raining. It's probably raining in Kingdom, Kingman as we speak. And they've got some showers to the south of them going up a different path to the north. So we've we got some rain in the forecast today. More than just the fog, but the fog's making it kind of creepy out there. <laughs> Interesting to drive. It's uh, Today is January the 24th, and it was on this date in 1848 that James W. Marshall discovered a gold nugget at Sutter's Mill in Northern California. A discovery that led to the gold rush of 49. Boy, did that change everything. My uh, my family's history uh, talks about, I think, my great, 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 or just great-grandfather, Theodore, came out of Indiana and walked all the way to the gold fields yep. so he could build houses for the people out there. So the, many men the, all over America gold rush. just immediately started yeah. heading for California. He wound up back here in Kansas, homesteading out in western Kansas, started a family, my mom's family out there. So there you go, the, the gold rush of 49. I wonder, if, wonder how many people realize that that's why they are the San Francisco 49ers. And you... <laughs> you Plus, it's one of those things we don't think about when we think, oh, let's go to California. You get on a plane. Back then, you make that decision to go to California, you're basically just saying, I'm going to change my life right now. Yep, because you got to go over the mountains and through the desert. (sighs) That's quite a trip. Yeah. Those people were tough, man. No kidding. All right, the, uh, the IRS wants to rewrite its complicated letters to taxpayers and speak to people in plain English. Federal tax collector is rewriting and sending out commonly received notices ahead of the 2024 tax filing season as part of its new Simple Notice Initiative. The 2024 tax season begins on January 29th, Kansas Day. More than 170 million notices are sent out annually by the IRS, 170 million, to taxpayers regarding credits, deductions, and taxes owed. Notices are often needlessly long and Uh, Filled with legal jargon, forcing many confused taxpayers to call the agency and (laughs) jam up the phone line. Thus justifying their existence. So, you know. And yet, whenever they talk about tax reform and making things simpler, nothing ever goes that direction. That doesn't seem to. Ever. The uh, breaking news uh, last evening is when I first heard of it, that longtime CBS News host Charlie Osgood, Charles Osgood, had died at the age of 91. Uh, he joined the CBS News in 1971 and remained with the network until his retirement in 2017. And for several years, we had the Osgood File commentary right here on the morning show with Steve and Ted. And coming up about an hour from now, we're going to do a little more on this, give a little bit more of a, an obituary, if you will, on Charles Osgood. He we just had his birthday within the had last couple of weeks. And, uh, you know, it's a uh, longtime host of CBS Sunday Morning. Sunday as well. Morning. And he was in town when I first started at. KNSS, he was in town for something, and I was invited to a cocktail party, and Shelly and I got to spend some time with Charlie Osgood. And tell you what, Ted, 
just as nice as man as you'd ever wanted. Well, and just he just treated you like you were the, the the only person in the world. You know, a lot of charisma there. Well, that's why he had a long career. Yes, because he wasn't a phony. He was a great, yeah. great, great yeah. announcer. Six thirty nine. Stephen Ted here on KNSS. Time for the KNSS commodities update. We'll bring you that here in just a minute. Uh, with Steve and Ted. Hey, do you have a birthday? Did, did, did Logan have a birthday? One of your nephews? My nephew Logan had a birthday yesterday. yesterday? Yeah, he's a okay. student up at Kansas State. Is loving he... life in college right now. Uh, loving it. Is he a freshman there? or did Sophomore. He... Sophomore. Wow. Well, he's getting used to that the campus, the excitement of living on campus up there. Huh? Oh, yeah. Uh, Loves it. Having a, having a ball. Well, good for him. And happy birthday. Yeah. Good young man. 21, I think. 21. Yeah. So no watershed there. Yeah. Sure is. All right, so six thirty nine. That means he can, yeah. Well, no. go to Aggieville. I, that's, I'm sure that's what happened last night. Uh, well, go down there and you know, get you a cupcake at Denny's. Six thirty, make it six forty. Even ten in the morning here on KNSS. Time for the KNSS commodities update with Tom Leffler of Leffler Commodities. Good morning, Tom. Well, good morning, Stephen Ted. There was a lack of price-friendly news yesterday, but that did not stop the cattle complex from going there. We saw new highs for the current move made in almost every contract yesterday and very strong closes at the end of the session. Now, Choice Box Beef is back above the $301 mark. There was no cash cattle trade reported in our feed yards yesterday, and lean hogs were also able to trade and close strong to the upside yesterday with some help from news out of China. At the close yesterday, Feb live cattle, 87 cents higher, 174.65. March feeders 237 higher at 233.65 and Feb hogs 237 higher at 73.30. Now despite the dollar index being higher Tuesday, the wheat corn and soybeans were able to close on the positive side. Now the upside appeared to be mainly from short covering by the managed money accounts and there was no fresh market moving news to trade off of yesterday. At the moment, March Kansas City wheat five and a quarter higher at 6.22 and three quarters with the March corn up a penny and a quarter at four. 47 and three quarters in March soybeans down a penny and a quarter at 1238 and a quarter March crude oil this morning 38 cents lower at 73.99 February gold eight dollars 90 cents higher 2034.70 the March S&P 22 points higher at 49.17 March dollar index down 43 cents at 102.97 and March Dow Jones futures 82 points higher 38,171 for commodity trading, ag marketing, or managed trading programs, contact Leffler Commodities on the phone or on the web by using 866-GO-TO-TOM. Well, the radar is showing at least some rain moving here across south-central Kansas from south to north. Are you getting anything besides maybe some fog over there in Augusta right now? As far as I can tell, it's mainly at haze out there at the moment, Steve. Just hazy, huh? Okay, well. well yes, little, and, well, and a little dark, too. Okay, well, don't you turn that big floodlight out there? Do you have one of those? <laughs> Do not have one of those. Maybe it, it, I need to look into one. Have you put down? Have you taken down your inflatable Santa yet? <laughs> Never had one. Up, oh, okay. But it would have been down if I did have. He had the inflatable Grinch. Mm-hmm. Oh, blew away. Did the Grinch ever come back? That's what I want to know. Nope, never came back. Oh man, it's in Nebraska somewhere. <laughs> got a big, got a big patch on it, like a tire <laughs> patch on it up there. Some Nebraska guy, Cornhuskers, bought it up for you. All right. Thank you, Tom. We'll check with you tomorrow morning. Tom Leffler of Leffler Commodities this morning. Coming up, Don Grant, CFP, the money tracker, improving your financial health. Aha. 
That's on the way. Steve is head of the morning here on KNSS. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Steve and Ted in the morning, KNSS, 648 here on this Wednesday morning. Three big things. Three. Wichita Public Schools face a $42 million budget shortfall. Two. Wichita City Council begins preparation on next year's budget. One. Trump wins the Republican to New Hampshire primary with 55% of the vote to Nikki Haley's 43%. Three big things, Steve and Ted on KNSS. A couple of traffic accidents now. You'll want to watch out for these. Uh, watch out for these. Uh, traffic accident on MacArthur, just west of K15, and traffic pretty heavy down there right now. So watch out. Uh, we've also got an injury traffic accident at Central and Ridge. Want to avoid that area as well? Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jed Chambers. Dense fog advisory this morning. Cloudy and foggy today. 40% chance for rain and a high of 41 degrees. Slight chance for drizzle and fog tonight, the overnight low 35. Thursday, mostly cloudy with a high of 49 degrees. Now mist, fog, 33 degrees, northwest wind at 7 miles per hour. At Wichita Severe Weather Station, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Whiskey lovers, go to the Monarch for nightcap specials every day from 10 till midnight. Get half-priced pints and $7 signature old fashions. The Monarch, West Douglas in historic Delano. Artificial intelligence is being used to assess prescription medication. Fox on set. A business in western Washington is using artificial intelligence to determine which prescription drugs are real and which are fake. Alithion CEO Roy Gonzarski says their app can validate over-the-counter drugs by taking a picture of the packaging and verifying the pharmaceutical company that produced them. Every pill, every bottle, whatever it is that they want to uh, protect, everyone that goes by, a camera simply automatically takes a picture of every one of them. In that instance, a digital fingerprint, or what we call a feature print, is created and stored. And it doesn't just test medicine you could find in a pharmacy. Gonzarski says the app can also identify fake pills laced with fentanyl. The ability for us to identify every item as a unique item that came from the original manufacturer means that you cannot get away with tampering. The latest data from the DEA says they seized almost 60 million fentanyl-laced fake pills in 2022. With Fox on Tech, I'm Anna Eliopoulos, Fox News. The Dow cooled a bit Tuesday on Wall Street. 
Wall Street ending the day mixed as the Dow eased off a record high set Monday and fell below the 38,000 mark. Meantime, the S&P 500 continued into record territory. The Dow fell on the day 96 points. The Nasdaq gained 66. The S&P added 14. Wall Street is absorbing a slew of earnings reports. Procter & Gamble says better pricing is the key to high revenue. And Johnson & Johnson said adjusted earnings per share came in a penny ahead of expectations. And speaking of J&J, the company has tended agreed to pay about $7 million to settle claims over how J&J marketed its talcum-based baby powder. The company has faced claims its powder causes cancer. J&J has denied that. Tom Graham, Fox News. Improving your financial health. Mm-hmm. Don Grant, CFP, The Money Tracker, with us this morning. Good morning, Don. Good morning, Steve and Ted. You know, I don't know very many people who are born rich, mm. but... Bully, bully for them. <laughs> for for most of us, getting financially healthy is a lifetime journey. And if you plan properly, there will be a point where you will be able to scream from the mountaintops, I have won. That means all indicators show that you will be able to maintain your lifestyle and never outlive your savings. Well, here how, here's how our financial lives progress. It begins by building a strong financial foundation. From your first big job, first designate how much you'll put into your retirement plan. It comes directly from your paycheck, so eventually, believe me, you won't even miss it. Build up your emergency and slush funds. The emergency fund is just that. It'll cover an emergency expense or if your income or your income if you lose your job. The slush fund will keep you from hitting the credit cards if you have a want to purchase. You know, you want to go to a concert, you pull it out of your slush fund. Motivate yourself through success. If you set retirement asset goals or debt reduction targets, when you hit one, celebrate. Throw yourself a a mini party and go out to dinner or uncork that great bottle of wine that you've been saving. Hitting clear goals will help you motivate to get you to the next step. Most careers grow not only in job responsibilities, but with salary um, that, that, that commensurates your assigned, you know, your assigned tasks that you're taking on as you're advancing in your career. If you adopt a regime that is below your means early in your professor for profession, as you climb that career ladder, your lifestyle will grow as does your salary. Each step is a cause for celebration. Another aspect of your financial foundation is your credit score. Staying ahead of your bills ensures that you won't fall into default. That can hit your credit score hard. Lower credit scores tell lenders it's you're a bigger risk. So borrowing for a new home or a car will cost you more than it should. Keeping abreast of your financial health has been shown to help your physical and your mental health as well. Knowing where your finances stand can reduce stress, help you sleep, and help with relaxation. That is according to the National Institute of Mental Health. If you have any questions on this, you can give me a call over at Sabre Wealth. The number is 267-0600. Today is National Compliment Day. Oh, I am so happy that you are here with us to share that. Offers a wonderful way to brighten someone's day or to give credit for a job well done. Give an extra compliment annually on this day and any time one is deserved. Ted, you look amazing today. And you know what? You do such a good job with sports. A compliment has a powerful effect. 
It can instill confidence in a child. I feel more confident. Or a radio announcer. Or validate someone's hard work. I feel more confident because you are more confident. Many times people are able to hand out compliments and be completely insincere about it. (laughs) Jad, you look great this morning. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I'm starting to feel like this is National Shovel Day. (laughs) We've had that before. It's piling up in here. It ain't snow. You know, in the workplace, so it can't can't bring a lawsuit, so be careful. (laughs) If I would happen to say, Don, you look great in that dress today, you might want to, you know. Have grounds to sue me or something, right? Well, I mean, this dress is no different than the dresses I wear every day. So basically, it's National Insincerity Day. Yeah, well, for some people, yes, Jed. Well, for me. Uh, In your case, it would be completely insincere to ever compliment anybody on anything. Right. Oh, boy. Yeah. That's not See, you figured that out all by yourself. That's not the spirit. I was plugging into what he's really good at. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we're just kidding, folks. It is. Yeah. Thank you, guys. We you, are. You all do a great job. Well, I truly, uh, I truly look forward to coming this here. This morning, morning team does a great job, with only a couple of exceptions. All right. And they're not named we'll Steve. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Six fifty-six now. Coming up, seven o'clock. Top of the hour news with Steve and Ted. Trump wins New Hampshire primary, and we have the details on that. And the Wichita schools facing a big budget shortfall. Steve and Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Securities offered through Kestra Investment Services, LLC, member of FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Kestra Advisory Services, LLC, an affiliate of Kestra IS. Saver Wealth is not affiliated with Kestra IS or Kestra AS. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.